we in the building. Once again. <laughs> you know, most infamous podcast on planet Earth, Blueprint, the Logic, doing what we do best. Mm-hmm. Talking shit. Nah. I'm just <laughs> I was going to say, teach the truth to the young black youth, but that's even better. Your answer was the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> talking shit back to talk more shit basically uh, is what we are here for today folks I am Blueprint my co-host Illogic what is good sir what's happening man I'm uh, enjoying the weekend so far you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what you been doing sleeping um no or, not really I was active? I was kicking it last night a little bit and okay. uh I know how y'all be kicking it over there. Yeah, you know, we go we go hard. You know what I'm saying? Go hard or go home. You know, as they say. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but we, just, you know, just chilling. Um, you know, get, getting this music stuff ready. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, got got my 90 days popping. I went to, yo, I went to the gym, right? Uh-huh. I sent you a text. I went to the gym. Yeah. Man, my back was hurting. Damn. I was sore for like three days. Like I, I I'm out of it, dog. Like you I know, whew, you know, bro. man. I did two days last week. <laughs> that was and, it. And yeah, my body was like, "Yo, you need you need at least two to three days recoup." You yeah. know, what I mean? you gotta. I always feel like I gotta warm up before I start fucking with real gym equipment. Yeah, I mean, like, all I, I did, dog, all I, I, I did was go walk for in. a half hour and do some crunches. That's it. That's all I did. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. not like I was, you know, in there for three hours, you know, you trying to bad shape, man. Yeah, man, it was it's bad. So um walking shit yeah. hurt that much. Walking exactly. Hurt. <laughs> exactly. You should not be in pain after walking. Nah, that's just an everyday shit. Like just yeah. walking. Like, nah, that's the easiest joint. Yeah. Walking. Nah, my body was like, nah, bro. Yeah. So you was hurting. Yeah. But I think yeah. I think after I go, you know, I I got to get back my body, get back into it. I'll be I'll be all right. But. If you ain't injured before, right. end, <laughs> if I got no. back spasms, yeah, you know. it'll kill yourself. Slip a disc <laughs> or some shit. Walking derail your whole fitness plan. Your whole shit be done because you don't injured yourself one day in, two days in. <laughs> right, right. Shit, yeah. But yeah, man. Every other than that, you know. Get grinding. this music right and get oh, my grind right. on, you know, working. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think I've, I checked the scale today, man. I, look, my push-up game has been lacking like a motherfucker, man. I just have <laughs> not, I had a strong week and then the next week, nothing. <laughs> 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 nothing. Like the first week I was like, yeah, ah, push-ups. Yeah. Last week, man, I just kept looking like, man, I ain't about to do that. That's before I go to sleep, man. I, 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 I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> Dude, I'm too tired. I'm going to sleep immediately. Yeah. I don't feel like knowing them. Yeah. So I didn't do them. But I have been focused more on a diet. And so, like, I'm down five pounds, man. Oh, nice. nice. In like two weeks, I'm down five of them things. I was like, I checked the scale today. Like, okay, I think I felt like I was losing some shit. I looked today, like, yeah, you down five in like two weeks. So, you know, if you can't get the exercise right, get the diet right. That's the moral of the story. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. I've been I've been on my on my salad game heavy. Oh, last week. Yeah. Yeah. Every day I bring a salad to work. And the last two weeks, I will say this. My meal planning has been sharp. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So I bring like one salad 
to work. I bring like a little uh, sandwich, you know, like some lunch meat type joints, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I bring like some, I got some rice and uh, chicken and broccoli. Just a little thing of that. Right. And, you know, I'll be dipping for sometimes a day. I'll be going for overnight. So, but I ain't got to buy food and it keeps my shit under control. I'm not eating out. And uh, I think that's contributed quite a bit too. Yeah. You know, yeah, control of my important. meals. But yeah, so, you know, as y'all can hear at home, we're not perfect. You know, we, <laughs> right. We have our victories and our losses. You know, yeah. we have our defeats as well. But uh, we still trying. We still thugging. And, you know, it's about 90 days. This is why it's not a two week challenge. Because right, it's right. two weeks, we'd be done lost. <laughs> we'd be all, all bad. It'd be yeah, all bad. Yeah, I quit. Couldn't do it in two weeks. So 90 days gives you some time to kind of really you know, go through these rough patches that we're going through. And then hopefully you'll be having some gains and things that encourage you to go along, you know? So those of you at home, we encourage y'all to keep, keep it up, you know, stay on top of your 90 days of discipline goals and uh, don't get discouraged by a bad week, you know, just uh, refocus at the beginning of the week. And every day is really a new day, you know? So say, fuck it. That was bad yesterday. I'm gonna get it right today. One day at a time. And I I think you will ultimately get to your goals. Facts. And so we thank y'all for participating and for being loyal listeners to the podcast. So today, today we're going to talk about a topic that was inspired by uh, a conversation I had with one of my guys I went to school with, trucking school with. And um, the topic is about having flexible dreams. We all have dreams, but the question becomes, how flexible are you with your dreams? Because, you know, dreams are visual. You know, a lot of us are into visualization and and things like that. Where we see something, we have tangible, physical things that we see at the end of our dreams as the manifestation of our dreams. But the question becomes, what happens when things don't go exactly according to plan? Do you see it as defeat? Uh, Do you get discouraged? Or are you able to take a step back and, you know, exercise some level of flexibility with your dreams? which can get you to the same goal. And so that's what we want to talk about today, because uh, the longer I go and the more goals I set, the more I see that that being flexible is really important, you know. Mm -hmm. And so today we're going to talk about having flexible dreams. Take a break. We'll be right back. We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping the culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come closer, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. 
shit. All right, folks, we back. Super duty, tough work, magnificence, logic. And we talking about flexible dreams, the importance of flexible dreams. The reason this came up is because I had a conversation with one of my, my trucking guys. So one of my best friends in my trucking class that I went to school with is a guy named Zach. Younger cat. He's like 25, you know, uh, Ethiopian cat, right? But me and this cat from day one, we was just like tight, like helping each other on the quizzes. And then when we got to the yard, we was like trading techniques and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's my guy. And so I'm talking to him the other day. You know, we always we talk, you know, maybe every couple of weeks and uh, talking to him the other day. And there's been something going on, you know, in trucking, which is kind of a uh, side effect of what's going on, which is like the gas prices everywhere. Right. So what we're seeing in trucking as a result is that a lot of owner operators are hurting right now. A lot of guys who had. So you got gas prices are going up. Used truck prices are sky high at the same time freight uh the the price to move the freight is going down so guys are making less money to do the same things equipment is going up parts going up and so it's a real turbulent time to enter the market as an owner operator now why is that important because that's our dream one of the when me and zach was i remember our first week in school he was just like he said husband what what do you see yourself in one year i said now, this is a 25 year old asking me this. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I, was like, I like this guy right here. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's real. He's like, he's real sharp with his shit. I like it. Real sharp. And I was like, man, in one year, I want to I wanna own my own truck and, and be an owner operator. You know, I work for a year after that, hopefully save up my own truck. He's like, me too. He said, when we get there, we should make sure we stay in touch so we can, you know, in case we want to go in business together. I said, let's, yeah, let's do that, brother. That's my guy. So obviously, all this, tur- this turbulence is going on. He, you know, I speak to him. He's like, you know, he's like, my uncle had four trucks. He sold three of them. Can't afford to keep drivers in them. Can't afford to pay for the gas to keep the trucks running. I want to buy a truck, but the prices are sky high. Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't see how I can make this thing work if I buy a truck, you know? So I'm real confused. Do I stay working here? Because my goal is not to be an employee for this company. It's just to be uh, long enough to save up the brain. He's like, I ain't worried about that. And he says, you know, I, I said, well, you've been saving. He's like, you've been saving? I said, yeah, I'm, I've been saving, you know, a lot of my trucking money. He's like, me too, man. He's like, I got like over 100 saved. Mm. But I feel so discouraged. Like, because, you know, I want to have properties and I want to get this truck so I can get these properties and get this and get that and get to you know and so I don't have to worry about this kind of stuff and move to the next phase you know and he's really kind of discouraged because like I can't buy the truck I can't so I got to stay here working longer than I wanted to mm-hmm. and, and and even if I buy the truck there's no guarantee he's gonna make money and I don't want to make the wrong decision just really discouraged you know and I was and I listening talking I was thinking to myself like how many 25 year olds I know got 100 racks in the bank <laughs> not many beating themselves up sure how many 30 40 year olds you know got a hundred racks hello please say that again <laughs> how many 30 40 year olds you know got a hundred racks in the bank just chilling 50 60 right how many americans of any age range is sitting on a hundred right right man sitting on it 
discouraged because yeah. they not doing better. It's, it was it just really hit me like, whoa, I was like, yo, I, I said, hey, man, look, you know, I'm, I can't tell you how to live your life. But let me tell you right now, you are ahead of 90 to 95 percent of Americans right now. Facts. You probably ahead of 99 percent of people in your age range. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Most of them, 25, they're just getting out of school. Right. And let's not forget the fact that this man has a job. He's making probably 80 racks a year working. Yeah. And got that kind of money. And he feels like a failure because his dream ain't really coming together. Yeah. Most cats his age still living off mommy and daddy. <laughs> <laughs> still calling mommy and daddy to help pay the rent. They got student loan debt in 100K. That's the only 100K Facts. they seeing is a Facts. bill. Facts. You know, six six figures of student loan debt. They ain't got six figures liquid. You know what I mean? And so uh I said, man, let me let me tell you about something. Man. I said, look, I said, you are successful, whether you know it or not. I said, the reason you're beating yourself up about this is because you have high standards for yourself. You have set the bar really high for yourself, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But you gotta be very careful. That sometimes the dream don't look exactly like you want it to look, Mm -hmm. but you can still get the same thing. Yeah, you can still get the same result. Same result. And I said, look, I said, let me tell you a story about something that happened to me recently. I said, okay. I said, I bought this property and and people on this house, I don't know if we've told this on the street, on this show before, but you you know it, but I'll tell the story here. Mm -hmm. 2014, really 2011, uh, 11 to 13, I was like, man, I don't want to do real estate no more. You know, I had a couple, I had a private, I was like, man, I don't want to do this no more. I didn't, I didn't have a good experience. My goal by 2013 was to sell it, sell it, and then never deal with real estate again. Put all my efforts into weightless and the business and music. That's what I want to do in 2013. Mm-hmm. So I, I entered in this deal for somebody to buy the house in 2013, same one I'm just now getting out of court with. It went sour, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, but I started doing all the weightless shit. I'm happy. Everything's going well. Bum, 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 bum. And I was like, somehow my, my homie came over and was like, yo, man, he was telling me about this problem he had with this property with him and his brother. They couldn't get along. And his brother wouldn't help me try to fix it up. It was sitting there. I was like, you know, I wasn't paying up because I'm thinking, I don't want to deal with no real estate. Mm-hmm. Fuck real estate. All business. And I'm like, man, where's this house at? He's like, man, it's right down the street. Wait a minute. This house you've been talking to me about is like on this same street that my house. He said, yeah, it's like right down the street. We can walk down there right now. I said, man, let's walk down there. We walked down there, look at it. I was like, man, wait a minute. This is this is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I said I wasn't going to fuck with this shit no more. But look at this shit. It's coming to it's right here. Mm-hmm. And then so me and him worked out a deal. I ended up purchasing that property from him, right? Now, this is at the same time. I didn't want nothing to do with no real estate. But I'm saying, I'm saying to myself, you know what? The best thing to do is to buy this property, fix it up, and then the money I make, and then rent it out. And then the money I make renting it out will pay for my mortgage. Mm-hmm. And then I won't have a mortgage anymore. 
That's how you do it. I'll cash flow it every month. You know, this is the shit everybody tells you how to do real estate. You know, you got to buy the property, get it in cash flow, and then, you know, it'll pay off your thing. And then you don't have no mortgage and they pay for you, right? I'm, I'm seeing this. I'm being real rigid with it. Mm-hmm. By 2015, my money started getting funny. <laughs> Flipping houses is kind of expensive if you're paying all cash out of your pocket. Mm-hmm. 2015 my money's a little funny i'm like ah people start hitting me hey man you want something with that house you got you want to sell it like no because my dream and my goal is to fix it up rent it out so that it can pay for my mortgage here Mm -hmm. i can't sell this to you i'm real rigid with my goals real rigid and i felt like a failure because i couldn't go down there Every month, every two, and keep the progress going. Because anybody knows who's fixed house. I mean, shit, you spent fucking $10,000 on siding. You know, doors and windows hit you for eight, ten grand. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, just some doors and windows in this bitch. Thousands? Yeah, it's like that. Big bills. They got the ones like, hey, man, I can't go down there if I ain't got five grand laying around. Mm-hmm. I won't even go. <laughs> I'm just going to stay here at my house and pretend I don't have this motherfucking out there. <laughs> So my money getting ready, you know. So I'm sitting and chilling. Then all of a sudden, I think about it. I'm like, how much is owed on my property? On my house I live in. Okay, you owe 40 on this, 41 on this. And I'm like, I'll sell it. But I was like, what if I could just sell it for that? Mm -hmm. Now at the time, it wasn't necessarily worth that. I was asking for a little bit too much because I hadn't really done that much to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It might have been worth 30 at the time. This is years ago before everything blew up and there's no more properties and you can still find properties like this. Mm-hmm. You know, so the lady asked me what I wanted. If I said, look, I'm only selling it if I can get 40. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? First, she's like, oh, nah, 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 hey, hey. <laughs> I guess you ain't selling it then. <laughs> She's like, all right, all right, I don't know, man. Hey, I'll talk to you later. You know, I said, okay, cool. I'm, I'm rigid. You know, I'm on my shit. Then, then she comes back a couple weeks later. Hey, I think I can do that. Mm. You know, I think I can do that. Long story short, I end up, so I get back from tour on like, uh, this is like 2018. I get back from the Two Headed Monster tour. That Monday, I get back on a Friday. That Monday, we close. I sell the house. I get the check. That Friday, I write the check. I pay off my house. The reason I told him this story, I said, the reason I want you to think about this story is because think about how rigid I was with my goals. Mm -hmm. My goal was to fix it, rent it out, and have them pay my mortgage. Mm -hmm. But by selling it, I don't have a mortgage anymore. Right. I achieved the same thing, but I went a different direction, mm-hmm. a different route. And I told him, I said, look, man, I'm, I'm 20 years older than you. <laughs> I said, so, you know, life is, I've seen a lot more, but trust me, you are in a good position. But remember, you got to be more flexible mm-hmm. with your dreams because sometimes things are going to come to you and they're going to be able to put you in a position that you want to be as your end goal with your dreams, but they just don't look like it when you first see them. Right. They don't look exactly like your dream. And if you so focused on your dream 
and it playing out exactly like you had in your head or on paper or how someone else told you you have to do it. You're going to miss those opportunities. Yeah. And so. And I told him, he was like, wow, he's like, I never thought about it. Nobody ever told me that thing. I said, look, man, here's what you need to be focused on. You got 100 racks at 26, 25. I said. All you need to be focused on, not necessarily on the truck itself, but on an asset. Mm-hmm. An asset. It Maybe it's a truck. Maybe it's something else. But with what you're sitting on, keep your mind open because there's going to be business opportunities that come to you. Mm-hmm. I said, after I bought that property off of my friend, people was coming to me about investing on all kind of shit. Daycare centers. Mm. All kind of random shit that was just popping up because people started hearing I was... I was moving and shaking out here like that. <laughs> I was shaking and making. Oh, I got the cash to buy that. Oh, man, let me see if you want to invest in this. And I said, the same thing is going to happen to you, but only if you're flexible with your dreams. Mm. If you stay too rigid, you're going to miss those opportunities and you'll never get to your end goal. And he was like, yo, I'm going to take that shit and I'm going I'm to run with it. And I was like, I know you are because I told him some trucking tips a few months back. Because mm. he was struggling. He wanted to quit. He wasn't getting no miles, wasn't getting one. And I just gave him some shit. Like, yo, man, do X, Y, Z. He gave me a couple weeks later, like, Albert, you're making so much money now. <laughs> Your advice. <laughs> Everything changed. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And I said, that's the same way I gave you that little, little jewel that got you making all this money in your account now. I said, look, this is going to open you up and you're going to have the same thing. Mm. Same thing. I said, because I know how you are. You listen and you apply to shit. You don't just listen and let it go in one ear out the other. Right. I said, and you're in a position to win. Never beat yourself up about that. You know, so that's uh that's the story I wanted to share with everybody today. And and I hope that it uh inspires some of you. I hope that it makes you look at some of your dreams a little bit differently. Because it's very easy especially in this age of social media where we can keep tabs on everybody else mm-hmm. to look at other people and try to model our lives, our goals, our dreams after what we see as the end result that they have. Right. And we think that success is this linear thing. Do A, B, C, end up at D. Never. <laughs> it never works that way for anybody. It, yeah. it never. No. It's never that linear. Mm-mm. And so, uh, you know, uh, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about this. I'm going to get Elijah's thoughts on it and we're going to share some jewels about this topic. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. This is your weekly reminder that we have two books that you as a listener or watcher of this podcast need to absolutely own. The first is the 10 traits of successful hip hop artists. And the second is the social media cheat code. Both of these books were released within the last year. The 10 traits of successful hip hop artists is a book where I go through the stories and explain the traits that uh, are behind the success of some of the biggest names in hip hop today. Um, The book has got nothing but amazing feedback. And if you are an artist, business person, whatever you do, if you would like to be inspired and would like to learn more about hip hop, along the way and also see some some reinforcement of the concepts that we talk about on this podcast 
the 10 traits of successful hip hop is for you. Second book is The Social Media Cheat Code. That is for everyone who listens to this podcast who does not uh, consider themselves an expert or really good at social media. It's not for super experienced people. It's actually for people who are on social media but are not getting the results you need. So what we did is I broke down like 12 or 13 strategies that I use all the time that actually work really well for me. I put it into book. I gave you examples and I tell you how to implement it. That's a book you absolutely need as a listener to this podcast, watcher this podcast. If you're on YouTube, supporting these books actually goes a long way towards supporting the podcast. So uh, to support the show, if you like what we do, obviously we don't necessarily get paid to do this shit. So support the products and services that we create. And these two books are a big part of that. We appreciate your support and uh, back to the show. All right, folks, we're back. Super duty, tough work. We're talking about flexible dreams. Um, if you're at home, I hope you have taken an inventory about your dreams. You know, listen to the story I just told. And, uh, you know, if you're on YouTube, hit us in the comments. Yeah. Let us know what you think. And, uh, you know, Logic, what do you what do you think about this? story? I mean, I think it's a it's a great example of how to be successful, but not be so so focused on one way to do it. There's never one way to do anything. There's always multiple ways to reach certain goals. You can ask anybody that's in any type of business. You can ask five different people and you'll probably get five different answers of how they achieved what they achieved, even though what they achieved is probably similar in that, in the end result, but how they got there most of the times it's going to be different routes because different people have different situations and deal with different things and are hit with different opportunities. So it it never it's 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 never a linear thing. I mean, mm-hmm. our route to you know music is not everybody's route. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like the way that we became successful in music is not the way everybody has. Some people have done it through social media. Some people mm-hmm. have done it through. But you know, we had to go a different route, even though the end result is pretty similar. You know, to a lot of people. So, you know, don't beat yourself up if you're not doing things exactly how you think they should go because. It doesn't mean you can't still reach your goals. Facts. Facts. Yeah. I've had so many situations like that in my life and I'm even going through them now. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm in the middle of one of those right now mm-hmm. where if I want to become a full-time artist, I wish I've been for 20 years, but now I have a job. Mm-hmm. And in many, if you look at it at surface level, it looks like a step back. Right. It's like, and in my mind on how I imagine the shit going down, it's like, this is not necessarily what I consider a move that's getting me closer to my goal. I'm not executing that goal. Mm-hmm. But if I keep doing what I'm doing right now and the things I'm building and where I'm going right now, I can be back where I was in a year or two, but I can have a stronger foundation right? that allows right. me to do it at a higher level. Yeah, you'll be financially a lot more secure and it won't be so... You know, oh, this has to work in order for me to be able to do the next thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're an artist full time and especially when you're doing it on your own and you don't have a machine behind you that if this thing don't work, you may not be able to do the next thing. If you don't at least sell, you know, 50 percent of this vinyl that you just spent, you know, 10 grand on or eight grand on or whatever. Yeah. Then you don't have the money to do the next thing that you planned on doing with you having a job and with you being you know, as frugal as you are and and saving like you do, once you get back into it, you'll be able to plan, you know, three, four years ahead. Yes. Financially. Yes. You know, because you'll be sitting on 
what you you'll have a you'll have a better foundation financially. So it's yeah. it's not I don't think it's a step back. I think it's I think it's just a regrouping. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And just kind of rerouting and, you know, pinpointing and being a little more strategic in how you move. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it took me a minute to see that. Like I, I at first, you know, I think a lot of my hesitancy was because it I knew it wasn't gonna look like what I envisioned when I first made this decision to become a full time artist. Well, this don't look like I'm moving that direction. It don't look like what I envisioned, but it's at the same time, it's like, nah, sometimes you you have to go a different route to reach the de- same destination. Yeah. And if you want to, and to me, it's not even about reaching a destination. It's about, now it's about staying at that destination. Mm-hmm. I want to just get there. I want to be able to stay there for a little while. Yeah, you know, build on it. You know, Hang out, you know, see the scenery. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> Kick it while I'm there. You know, I want to get there. Got to go all the way back, turn all the way around. You know, and I want to stay there. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, I got some things, some points I want people to think about as we have this conversation. And uh, the first point is to not be so rigid. Mm-hmm. One of the things that hurts people, uh, particularly, you know, creative people, uh, is when we look at our definition of success, it is often very rigid. You know, it's. I want to have this thing. I want to be on this label. You know, we've seen it many times where guys are like, how do I talk to this label? How do I collab with that guy? Because that's success. If I get, you know, like they, they're very rigid. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you'd be thinking like, you know, if I don't get signed to them, then I'm a failure, you know, Mm -hmm. because they're the biggest, best label in our lane, you know, right. Or if my record don't sell this many copies, I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. If I don't have this many people at my shows, I failed. Mm-hmm. But there's so many different ways to look at that. And how you define success is so important because it's not about how many people came to your show. Mm-hmm. It's about how much money the show made. Right. Right. It's not about being on the biggest label. It's about being on a label that cares about you the most. Right. You know, it, it's not about selling the most records. It's about having the highest margin on the records you sell. Right. We can do this all day, folks. As... <laughs> <laughs> but I think y'all are picking up what I'm putting down, right? Yeah. Sometimes what you think success looks like is just a very surface level, superficial thing. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and that is why you can look at people you think are successful and then they turn around and they be like, nah, I ain't making that much bread. Yeah. Or this ain't working like that. Or, you know, they have these horror stories because it looked great on the outside. They got the deal they wanted. Mm-hmm. They went on a tour they wanted. You know, they sold some records only to find out that they didn't make what they thought they was going to make. Yeah. You know. Yeah. When I was when I was younger, um, before we did Unforeseen, you know, I was involved in a couple different crews. And one of the things the people in the crew we're so rigid about us getting signed to a label and that we never put out music. We were yeah. popular. We did shows, but we never put out music because we were looking for that deal. Yeah. And one of the reasons that I started doing music with you, because you were like, let's put this shit out. <laughs> yeah. And ultimately, you know, like all I really wanted back then was to have a fucking record out. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't expecting to still be doing this 20 years later. I was just young and mm-hmm. I wanted to have some music out. I wanted to have some physical product that I could sell to somebody. So that was, you know, partially that was partially why we started doing Unforeseen. And to this day, you know, a lot of those cats are just now starting to put records out. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And it's and, and doing it on their own. And it's been 20 years and they're still, you know, not signed. But now they understand that I don't need that. Mm-hmm. In order to, you know, be successful, in order to reach my goals, I don't need that thing. Back then, we were so rigid yes. that, you know, we missed out on prime opportunities to make so much money yes. when we were in high school and, and, and early college. And, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, don't don't put yourself in a box to where you can't move and be flexible because sometimes you'll miss out on opportunities. And then, you know, years later. When it's not going to be as popping as it could have been when right. you had those opportunities, because you wasn't being you know flexible, you'll miss out on a lot. It's true, man. It's so true. That's that's a great story, man. Yeah, that rigidness will get you in a lot of trouble mm-hmm. in this industry, you know. But that's number one. The number two thing uh, we want to stress, bullet point for today, is to keep asking why. Mm. Now, this is something a conversation I had, you know, with my guy. And we were talking about, he was like, you know, I want rentals and I want to get, you know, I want to eventually get a property and I want to get a truck. And I was like, why? He Mm -hmm. was like, you know, I want the truck so I can make more money. I said, why? He said, so I can buy the rental property. I said, why do you want the rental property? He said, so I can, you know, have passive income coming in. And then I said, okay, I see. So let's just go there. Let's go all the way there. Mm -hmm. I said, because if you keep asking why, you'll eventually get to the core motivation. Right. Behind what you really want. And you can get past all these things that make you move in an unflexible, rigid way. Right. Right. Because if you turn around and you say, okay, it's more, it's my, me saying, okay, I want to fix up this property. Why? So I can rent out this property. Why? So the property can, so I can put somebody in and they can pay for my mortgage. Why? So I can pay off my mortgage. Why? So I can not have any expenses and be more creative more time because of that. Mm-hmm. Well, then, yeah. then why don't you just sell the fucking property and then you don't have a mortgage, dickhead? <laughs> right. Then you don't got to go through the stress of all the other steps. You, you see you where I'm already, going with? Yeah. yeah. You, already, you already have the means to get to the end goal. Yeah. Right there in your face. But you, yep. you, you keep jumping to these little things that you don't necessarily have to do because you never ask why enough. Mm-hmm. Every single thing that you have on your little dreams and goals, ask why Eventually, you won't have no more whys. You'll get to the core motivation, the core reason. Mm-hmm. That's what you fucking want. I didn't want to be no fucking landlord. I realize this. Mm-hmm. I still don't want to be no fucking landlord. I've had sold multiple properties. Don't want to do it. But what I do want is financial and creative freedom. Mm-hmm. I want what owning assets that make money passively provides Mm -hmm. and when i get down to that core thing i realize that there's hundreds of ways to get to that goal yeah not just the one that i'm focused on because it's the most uh, it's just right there oh Mm -hmm. let me just do that and that's what everybody told me so that's why i'm gonna i'm gonna keep doing these things like yo that's not what you if you go to your main core thing that you want this you'll see like, yo, the more flexible I am, the faster I can get there. Right. You know? Right. Anything like, yo, the more flexible I am, 
the faster I can get where I need to go. That's why I got a job. It's actually not being so rigid that the art got to do everything. It's like, nah, I can get where I want to go. Mm-hmm. If I go hard for a couple years of this job, yep. I, I can get where I want to go faster than if I keep plugging hard in this COVID post COVID environment we in where you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like we don't even know what the fuck going on. It's just now starting to try to come back. Yeah. Unpredictable. Yeah. Whereas if I go over here, I know what's going to happen, but I'm just trying to be flexible. I'm focused on the end goal. And it's what he said, but you can't get there if you do not keep asking why. Yeah. Why? You know, that's number two. Uh, we're going to take a break and we'll do the last uh, few. So we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Right. Quick announcement. Over the years, we've frequently been asked by the listeners of our show if we would ever open up our platform to the public for advertising. We've always been interested in doing it, but in the past, we never had the systems in place to make it work properly. I'm proud to announce that we are now officially accepting advertising from the public on Super Duty Tough Work. Meaning, if you are a business owner or an artist and would like to create more awareness about your product, service, or release on our platform, we're now in a position to be able to do that. For more information, email us at superdutytoughwork at weightless.net. That's superdutytoughwork at weightless.net. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you would like to promote, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible about whether it's a good fit and go from there. Thanks for your time. Back to the show. Okay, folks, we're back. Super duty, tough work, blueprint, and logic. Talking about having flexible dreams. Mm. How flexible are your dreams? Ask yourself that today. And ask yourself, are you open to the many different routes that can take you to your dream? Or are you simply focusing on the one route that you only know because someone else did it or they told you that's how it's done? Mm-hmm. Or you think that's how it's supposed to be done for some strange reason? Yeah. You know, so, you know, hopefully this episode is making you ask that question. We're going to get to the last three bullet points of this evening. The third bullet point uh, is don't beat yourself up when it doesn't look like you imagined it to. Mm. There are people out there every day who consider themselves failures because success looks different than they thought it would. They sit there and because it, it, there's people we know artists who have said um, they they hate the fact that their fan base don't look like what they thought it look should look like. Yep, straight up successful to the motherfucker, but mm-hmm. mad because they fans and who they thought they were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know. You beat yourself up over these kind of things, man. But the truth is, like, you never know how it's going to look. Right. Everyone is different. Every scenario is different. Success is not linear. But when you start beating yourself up over it, all you're going to do is discourage yourself from stepping into that thing and getting the most out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you sit there like you're saying fools over there like, oh, man, you know. Success only means sign. You know, when you and I started dropping music, we were coming right out of the era where guys could actually get signed on some underground shit. Right, right. 
And so guys still had these big dreams in the 90s of like, if you're really dope, I ain't just signed yet. But I get my loot from Jive Zamba. I'm yeah. a bomb ya. You will see. Like, you was a clown. If you didn't get signed, you, was, you wasn't dope. Mm-hmm. This oh, you got to put your music out yourself. Uh, oh, you got to buy your own vinyl. Okay. Look at okay. these. Look at these fucking bums over here pressing mm-hmm. their own records. <laughs> yeah. Because no one will do it for them. Yeah, cats used to say that shit about us, man. <laughs> Look at these failures. They can't mm-hmm. get signed. That's uh, boo. The little tape. It's out of here. Right. Hey, you want me? I know some people. I could set up a <laughs> meeting for you with some people. Yeah. That's how you should talk to us. Yeah. You know, and uh, if you, we weren't like really grounded, we would have felt discouraged by that. Right. But then you see these people like you were just talking about. They went all those years. And what happened when they didn't get signed? They probably would have long periods of inactivity, yeah. discouraging. Yeah. They wasn't doing it for the for the reasons they started doing it. Mm-hmm. We never did it to get signed, so it's easy for me and you to fire up the fucking studio and make some shit. Mm-hmm. Right. I do this to get signed. I do this because I love doing it. Yeah. So I'm not gonna beat myself up if it don't look like like that shit. You know, the 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 biggest thing you got to worry about in this is your attitude about success Mm -hmm. and if your attitude about success is fucked up you could be having the most massive success and you will be miserable because it don't look like what you thought it was supposed to look like yeah i I think you hit it right on the head it's the attitude what what success looks like to you should not be the same as what success looks like to somebody on tiktok or the Mm -hmm. next man like you have to figure out what, like you said, keep asking why. Why do you want to do this? What is yes. the end goal? You know, if the end goal is about money, if the yeah. end goal is about, you know, certain things, then there's ways to do that without trying to model yourself after this person or that person. Like it always it always trips me out when I watch videos about how to be a successful YouTuber or how to be a successful social media person. Granted, there are principles and things yes. that go into, you know, that, but everybody's routing the same. You can apply mm-hmm. the same principles and get a different result. Yes. Because yes. your fan base is not my fan base. Mm-hmm. You know, so how they react to your content is not the same way they're going to react to my content. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's all about understanding what you see success is and what the people around you, you know, can do to help you in that in that vein. But you can't be trying to copy your shit off of somebody else's and say, like, well, if I don't do what they did, then I'm not successful. Yes. It's That's true. Stupid. It's stupid. And, it, and it's so uh, easy. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, this is even worse about it. It's, it's dumb, number one. Mm-hmm. But number two you're creating a standard for success that's almost impossible to reach. Right. Because you're not that person. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> you've chosen the most difficult path to, to seeing yourself as successful. It's like, yo, if we did that, we wouldn't be here. Right. Who the fuck were our role models? Right. We didn't have none in Columbus. There was none. There was nobody doing what we wanted to be doing in Columbus. Nobody. So we didn't say, oh, we want to be signed or we're failures. We made it very simple. Hey, we got some music. Let's put out that music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, if that music makes enough money for us to put out the next set of music, we successful. Yeah. 
hey, we want to we want to do shows. Let's let's get in the car and go to Dayton real quick. <laughs> right, that's it. <laughs> Success. <laughs> right. Oh, we made gas money. Successful. Yeah. You Success. Know. You sell some CDs. Yeah, we sold a couple CDs. <laughs> Success. Yeah. That was it. It wasn't like oh, we ain't signed. This is a waste of time. Yeah. Nah, man. It everything counts, man. Be very careful about the inner dialogue you have. As it relates to success. Yeah. Number three. Number four. Bullet point from this evening. Is to always revisit your end goal. Mm-hmm. Always revisit it. Revisit it every couple of months. While you're in the trenches. Make sure you're focused on your end goal. Because you're going to have times when you're just like. This don't look right. It don't feel right. Yep. Am I doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. Am I going on a, uh, am I off route? Yeah. Am I on a tangent? Like, is yeah. this, yeah. What am I doing way out here if I'm trying mm. to be over there? Right. Sometimes it don't look like you think it's going to look, but, you, but if you keep revisiting your end goal, which as we said, only happens if you keep asking why you will always remember where the fuck you're trying to go with this. Right. And the last year, I've had a lot of those conversations with myself about, okay, yeah, you have this, you have that, you have that, but your end goal was always this one thing. Right. It doesn't matter how you get to that end goal. Get there by any means. And then when you get there, how you got there ain't going to matter. Right. Because then you can stay there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But revisit it because there's going to be times when you don't, you don't know. You're not sure. You know? And, uh, you know, we have been doing a lot of that. A lot of artists have, have been doing that. You mm-hmm. know? I think COVID made a lot of people reevaluate what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. And reevaluate what success looked like. Hello. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I can't do no shows. Can I, can I, sell, can I sell a couple records? You know yeah. what I mean? Can I put an album out and do as good as I did yeah. when things were popping? Can I live stream and touch the people? Yeah. Can, can I reach Instead people of being way? out. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it just, but if you revisit your end goal, because the end goal wasn't necessarily to always, I gotta play a show every, right. you know what I mean? The goal is to make money off your art. Yeah. And connect with your connect audience. Connect with your people. Yeah. That's it. Stream. Live stream. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Get you there. Different yeah. route, different technology, but it gets you there. Mm-hmm. And but if you're too uh, rigid, you can't see that. So yeah. make sure you always revisit your end goal. And then the last bullet point of this evening is to focus on the destination and not the route. We've been saying this in several different ways, but this is the best way to summarize it. Focus on the destination and not the route. Look, mm-hmm. take it from a motherfucker who drives a truck every day. <laughs> Many different ways to get to places. Some ways look the easiest, but they come with a lot of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Some ways are just boring as hell, but they get you there without traffic. You just want to get the shit there. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had to learn. I don't give a fuck how I get this motherfucking truck there. I don't care. As long as it keeps me out of bullshit, it's success. Mm-hmm. There's boring ways. There's exciting ways. There's, you know, cool ways. There's ways. It's, it's like, nah, man. Get there. And be done with it. Yeah. 
And uh, life is full of that because life changes. We have different goals. Each of us have circumstances that are unique. Do not get caught up on how you're getting there. Get focus on where it is that you want to be at the end of the journey. Yeah, because like you said, once you get there, how you got there, it don't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter no, at all. Like no I'm here. Care. Yeah, no yeah. one. You won't care either. No. <laughs> Just you got there. That's what matters. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought I was, I thought that that same thing hit me. I was like, when I, when I sold that property, I was like, yo, I didn't even think, my plan was to not even be able to pay off my house until they paid A couple years, off. yeah. Probably take a decade. Yeah. Or more. And then it's like, wait a minute, you just did this in one fucking month. You did. You sold this last week and the next week you wrote a check. You're a fucking dumbass. Like, <laughs> what were you thinking? I just wasn't being flexible. Mm -hmm. The more flexible you are with your dreams, the more your dreams, you know what I'm saying? You give them opportunities, the more pathways you have to those dreams, man. Right. And so, I hope y'all got something out of this episode. I hope that you are at home and you are reevaluating your dreams, asking yourself, are they flexible or not? If not, it's not the end of the world. Take a step back as we've talked about in this episode. Ask yourself why. Don't beat yourself up. Remember your end goal, you know, and uh, don't be so rigid. That's it for this week. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. listening to super duty tough work subscribe to the podcast on itunes follow the podcast on soundcloud peace shoot i got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about i mean super duty tough work huh?